How we doing, brother? Yeah, I'm doing good. Thank you so much, man. All right, man. Oh. You Mauricio, right? Yes, sir. All right. Love the two-tone color in here, man. All right, man. Uh, you going to 28th place, yeah. west? Yes, sir. All right. Basically around the corner. Yeah. Uh, the two-tone color. Oh, yeah, the dark. Yeah, what is yeah, it? Yeah, nice. brown like and the black, I guess. Yeah. There's actually one version that is, has lighter tone colors, which I would have liked a little better. But there was also more expensive. Yeah. Nah, I'm not gonna pay for colors yeah. too much money. Jeez. <laughs> right? So, Especially now, because the car, the car prices are crazy. Yeah. Basically, yeah. Everything is going up. But Mauricio, can I record a ride for my YouTube channel? Is that okay? Sure, man. Yeah. No Let me give you a. Uh, a I was car. gonna ask about that. Yeah. Young people usually see that. And there you go, like, hey, what's the camera about? I was like, you have a podcast or something? Yeah. That's cool. Basically what it is. Right. So I published uh, to YouTube, to my YouTube channel, but also to uh, Spotify and what else do you have? Um, Google Podcasts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, because, I mean, there's not a lot of action in the camera happening. Right. No, I understand. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, I also make a podcast of it. But so, uh, where I picked you up, this where you're working? Yeah, sidebar bartend, bar back there, uh, brand new spot. Been there like open back in like 2019. That opened in 2019, but yeah. since when have you been working there? Uh, I've been working there like two and a half years now. Oh, okay. Yes, yeah, so I've been there most of the time. Yeah. Uh, really cool spot. It's like the only bar in town that has no food, strictly a bar. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. So we only saw alcohol. Is it like an English pub or how would you? No, nah, craft cocktail bar. Craft cocktail bar. Yeah, so oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's more for the the fancy ladies as well. Yeah, sure. well, I mean, whatever you want to drink. But I mean, we also got your, you know, beer and wine as well. So I mean, if you just want to come out, you just came out from the beach and just want to have a quick drink. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. Or you just had a nice dinner and come out, right. hang out. Yeah. It's actually amazing that the whole center has only one real bar. Yeah. That's actually what, what, I should start a bar. Yeah. I found a, a gold mine. I'm yeah. telling you. <laughs> Jeez. There used to be another one that was an Irish pub, Patty Murphy's, but. Yeah. Um, I mean, Rand got too crazy, and then there was these new developers, obviously, and then they just kind of couldn't afford it. So they ended up moving to Marco Island, that Irish pub, Patty Murphy's. But it was phenomenal, like I said. That's what you expect from an Irish pub. Oh, but that's really what Naples could uh, need also, an Irish pub. Yeah, man. They've been trying to get some other stuff in here, but... You're yeah. not going to start one? Nah. I would do. I would just do a bar. Like a cantina-style bar. Come and hang out, so... Because a cocktail bar is really also more for fancy people. Yeah. I think. And what it needs is also just a down-to-earth nice bar. Yeah, you know, no? a little dive yeah. in, a little just come and hang out, have a good time. Yeah. Like with a lot of beer from the tap. Yeah, oh, right. Yeah, actually, right. you have beer from the tap as well. No, we just straight have right. bottles and cans. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's why. <laughs> you see, that's that's, that's something that Naples needs. Maybe uh, you should think about it. I mean, I, you work in a business. I wouldn't know what to yeah, uh, do. I think you know what it is too. There's what the, in an essence, not a competition, but uh, what it is is also there's a lot of uh, breweries coming up now. What is that? Uh, where they brew like all the beer, so like you can go in and have like thirty different ones uh, on oh, draft. Breweries. Yeah. So Be there's a lot of 
There's like within that radius, there's like we have one which is the Riptide Brewing Company, which is like a little bit down by Red Tide Brewery. Rip, Company. Rip, Riptide. Oh, Riptide. Oh, I'm going Riptide. Jeez, I get sick from that stuff. You don't want to call a beer like that. The Red that's Tide. That's too funny. No, okay, Riptide. Rip Rip, Riptide Brewing Company. Yeah, um, they, that's one of them. There's another one over here. Uh, Anchor Lab over there off of Bayshore, which is oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. Hey, I'm getting a private uh, tourist tour in this car. Yeah, I got well, you. No, I didn't even know that those things uh, existed here. Yeah, so that's one on Bayshore. And there's another one over there by Airport Road. Um, what's that one called? Beach Brewery, I think. If I'm not but so that means, I mean, when I think of brewery, I think of Heineken. I think of big buildings, huge mm -hmm. kettles and all things big. But so you're actually telling me that you can start a, a brewery and that's then beer, I suppose, always. Yeah. Uh, small. Beer. Yeah. Which is something small in a, in an attic or in an... Uh, I mean, probably... You make a tastery out of it. Yeah, it's probably some... I mean, I would think you would need the space to at least have, like, 10 draft beers, right? Right. I would think that that would be the minimum, but... But if it's a brewery, you're not selling to local pubs because there aren't that many. Right. You're trying to invite the customers directly into the brewery for yeah. a tour and tastery. And right, 100%. Yeah. And the way they do with, uh, like, so they obviously have beer, but, like, the way they do with, like, not having a kitchen uh -huh. is by having uh, food trucks come and sell food at their establishment. Oh, yeah, that is so that's smart. that's what they do, yeah. Because uh, one of my friends at the Anchor Lab, Ryan Bayshore, uh, my friend, she works in uh, Taking American food truck but uh -huh. again that's what they do um, one of my other buddies Addison on the go probably has the best uh, fried chicken sandwich in town that's the one I was saying Riptide Brewing Company over there by like Central Avenue or 10th Street I can't remember exactly um, that's how also they get away when they have in the kitchen they have somebody come up that provides food uh -huh. which uh, helps out like I said because in most cases um, as far as also having um, a liquor license or a beer and wine license, it's that uh, you have to have a specific license to only sell alcohol. Oh, and, really? So yeah. If it, you sell alcohol with food, it's then you consider a restaurant per that, se. Uh huh. And what happens with that again, depending on which. Uh, license you have liquor license so in most cases most restaurants what they have is called a 5149 rule which what which it states that you have to sell 51 percent of yourselves have to be food 49 percent of yourselves have to be uh alcohol okay if not like if it's more alcohol than food then <clears throat> you can definitely get into like you, trouble in a sense but like you'll get fine like hey like What's going on? Like, why are you not selling that much food, right? And so, but so there's different rules for if you're a bar. Yes, yes. Like yes, what? Yes. You have to have uh, security at the door. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I think that's more I, of a like that's more of a club. Yeah. Yeah, like, but on for us, what we do have, like I said, just because we're not that big big of a city, but on Fridays and Saturdays, yeah, we do have somebody checking IDs. Sure. At the door, because again, we yeah, don't but the restaurant nobody. has to check for IDs too. Yeah. I mean, you cannot order a beer 
in yeah. a restaurant either if you're a minor. So no. What what would be the differences in rules though? Maybe different taxes or so. Um, for sure, I think yeah, th different taxes plus dealing with food. Yeah, yeah. And that's why I enjoy working here because I'm like I've always worked at places that dealt with food and like working at a place where it's just strictly alcohol. Uh -huh. So much easier because also oh, you yeah, yeah, yeah. and to be in the establishment also one you have to be 21 because right. there's only alcohol. That's why like there's somebody at the door like oh interesting. Yes. So a, a minor can go into a restaurant but not order a beer but cannot even go into your uh, establishment. my establishment. Yes, because you have to I be 21. That makes legality is due to the fact that I mean. You just can't be in there. There's not nothing for you there, right? Because you're not of age, and that has to do with this 5149 thing that says, okay, you're a bar because you sell more alcohol. Yeah, if you're strictly a bar, yeah. But like, if you but if we have food, then I yes, then I, you're like, okay, you can come in with your kid because there's food they can eat. Right, right, right. But that, that that does not work with, though with the food trucks because the food truck sells his own food. Yeah, and when you're a brewery, you, you you're doing alcohol only yeah suppose but that's how they get away around it where they can still bring in the kids because they do have the food because they can sit down and eat that's the that's it it's it's a bunch of little things that you're like oh like ah, yeah okay. that's how they uh, get around but like sense. for us it's like no we like and also um so then there's franchises franchises and there's like private entities like we're a private entity a sidebar that's mm -hmm. what the name of the bar is so like you can create policies that only apply to you so like we also don't allow any animals because we don't have outdoor seating or anything like that we don't have an open place yeah. so yeah. just to try to avoid everything where like let's say people somebody's allergic to a dog or whatever animal is in in that like we're just we're like hey and even if they show us like hey like i have my um he's like a support animal mm -hmm. card we're mm -hmm. like I understand that, but that has nothing to do like with me. It's just like what the policy of the owner wants for this place. We're like, we just don't allow any animals. And you can refuse it if it's a service animal. Yes, because yeah. it is a private entity. Now, yeah, if it yeah. was different, we're like, um, it's oh, like a cheesecake factory because that's a franchise now. Uh -huh. No, they have to abide Except by like, no, I have my, they're like, okay, you can come in. But because we are just a private entity, like it's one of one, there's nothing, nobody else behind us, like the policy from the owner itself is like, just no dogs allowed because we don't have an open air. Huh. Yeah, it's a bunch of legality stuff and like- I'm telling you, all these rules. Yeah. I, I have to, <laughs> I, I do accept pets, but if, if I wouldn't, then I still would be required to accept a- uh, Service animal. Yeah. Service right, animal. because you work for uh, an entity I'm, that's like, I mean, I wouldn't- I'm self-employed. Yeah. So I, I make the rules in this car. Right. So I, why am I not allowed to refuse? Say no, right, to right? Right. I don't work for Uber. I work for myself. Right. But I accept the Uber app to connect you and me to get you from A to B. Right, because you're the one that doing the work. They're not but I'm not allowed, if you come in with a service animal, I'm not allowed to say no. Yeah. By Uber's policies. Yeah. I guess because I accept Uber's policies. Then that's the right. I accept that's their the rules, and that's their rules. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, I wasn't there. I, lo I love animals, so. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I always feel bad when I say no. I'm like, I want him in here, but I just I have to say no. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're going to always hide also behind the, yeah. Yeah, the company I, room. Don't get me wrong. We'll go around it. Like, sometimes, like, we'll have people when it's, like, super, if it's super slow, then, like, I'll be like, all right, you can have a drink and, like, but if it was like, oh, really? yeah, yeah. you I mean, know, like we just start, still good. try to take care of people in that aspect. But I'm like, if it was just too busy, 
Yeah. You know, I'm sorry. Like, I, I don't want your dog to get stepped on. I don't want him to, like, I don't know. Right. You know what I mean? Because right. then people want to touch him, and then, like, maybe you don't want them touching him. So it's, like, these whole things that we're trying to avoid by just saying no. But, again, like, sure, there's exceptions. And, like, where I'm saying is, like, if it's not that busy, you're, like, the only person in here. Sure, man. Sit down, have a drink. You know, but if it gets, or, like, we don't know, like I said, we don't allow kids. But, like, again, if there's really nobody in there. Sure, come in, have a drink. Like, I'm not going to be an asshole about it either. None of us really are, but we're just trying to assess the situation. You know, it just goes by situation. Just trying to assess it the way it goes. Like, so if you think it's safe for you to do that, do it. But if not, then just say no, you know. Right. And who would want to come in with a dog anyway when the bar is full? Yeah. Right? Yeah. So have you been to these breweries? I mean, you said one friend of you uh, works there? Yeah, one of them at the Anchor Lab on Bayshore. Uh-huh. And then the other one... On so rib- what, what, what kind of installation then do they have? So... Uh, it's a, That one's a pretty big place. They have maybe, I think, like 30 different beers there oh, on right. draft. Uh, obviously, they make most of them their own. Uh, I think all of them, they make their own. Um, so cool. So what is this uh, place called? Anchor Lab. Anchor Lab. Yeah, definitely check it out. It's really and cool. I'll uh, link to it, but I'm going to take my dad there next time when he yeah. comes. Yeah, Anchor Lab with the K. Anchor Lab. Oh, okay. Off of Bayshore. Yeah, off of um, Bayshore, okay. But like I said, super chill, really relaxed place. Um, they'll, they'll have live music too. Oh, yeah, nice. Yeah, that sounds like the place that my dad would like to uh, visit, and especially uh, tasting all the different beers. Yeah, I'm not really such a stuff. drinker, but you know, occasionally, sure. Yeah. But like when it's tasting different beers, that's interesting, right? Right. They give you a flyable. I like that. Try these. Yeah. yeah. No, I really enjoy that myself. Yeah. So, where are you, are you from here? Um, yes and no. Yes I was. No? I grew up here. I've been here 20 years, but originally I was born in Mexico. You were originally born in Mexico? Yeah, I was there uh, Guanajuato, which is very central Mexico, three hours north of Mexico City. Uh, huh. I was there until I was eight. So in 2000. Oh, born and raised. Yeah, so I was there until I was eight. In 2003, I came to the States, and I've been here ever since. So I'm 28, I just turned 28. But and, and, and you came straight to Naples? Yeah. Well, and ever since, yeah? Yeah, my parents, uh, well, my grandparents have been coming here since the late. 80s. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry, no, like late 70s, early 80s. And then my parents been coming here since like the mid 90s. And then I was, I was born 95. So then they waited till like I went to school, learned the language. And they're like, okay. Because they wanted me to be bilingual. Which so, uh, works to my advantage for sure. Todavía hablas español? Oh, sí, claramente. Ah, sí, claramente. No, no problema. Sí, no, no. <laughs> okay. So, but that, that is because you kept talking because when you're eight, you stopped talking uh, Spanish, but you kept talking Spanish yeah. probably at home or yeah. With and, and you know, it's funny. Like, what really helped me too was like my parents. Being, again, they would just ask me to be like, "Hey, can you like translate this for me?" And I'm like, and I'm right. talking about like immigration stuff, and I'm like, uh, yeah. I guess I'm like 10 years old. I'm like, sure, I'll give it my best shot. Uh-huh. <laughs> but no, I. Yeah, I just I love I love that I can because I I know people that are same thing came in here young but like their Spanish is just terrible and I'm like like I was like man I'm like what? they're like I don't know I just just didn't really like like my parents didn't like instill that I mean I'm like I know but I'm like wouldn't it be much easier right now that you speak like spoke Spanish better than and you spoke English so they're like yeah I was like 
you know, but just one of those advantages. Yeah, but it does, right? Because especially, uh, well, more so in Miami, but even here, there's so many uh, Latino, Cubans, and Puerto yeah. Ricans, and uh, Mexicans, also yeah. Central America. It's um, pretty low the ice. I think I speak like one out of four passengers mm -hmm. I go in Spanish. Well, maybe a little less, maybe one out of six is Mexican or wherever, Latino. Yeah. yeah. But it's still quite a bit. And that way I can keep up my Spanish a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> because I lived 10 years in um, in Mexico. Oh, nice. Where? So that's where, in Cuernavaca. Cuernavaca. Yeah, Morelos. Yeah, yeah. And that is, that, and I try to keep that up, right? I, right? I need to keep my Spanish going. But at home it's all English. My work is in English. And yeah. so yeah, I'm always happy with the Spanish uh, speaking um, passenger. And, yeah. And, uh, keep practicing. Yeah, not even myself. Sometimes, like, yeah, same thing. I'm always just speaking English, and then I'm just like, uh, I need to speak Spanish. Because <laughs> sometimes I try, I forget um, the translation of certain words. So, are you married already? No, no, no. Are you gonna get married to a Mexican? Is that a prerequisite for you or not? No, no. Doesn't matter. I don't. Yeah. yeah. Whatever I love, I love. I guess. That's yeah. But you haven't fallen in love that deep yet that you're gonna go get married no no <laughs> well I have not May one day hopefully soon know. yeah hopefully no? soon maybe one oh. day I don't know 28 man you're so young and plus you can make children until you're 80 so you don't have to worry about it so much yeah right <laughs> <laughs> not so the ladies yeah. they have to um, they have a deadline so to speak yeah <laughs> Like no, I'm not in a rush of anything like that, honestly. I mean, whenever it happens, it happens. But, I mean, right now, I'm just... Um, I'm just enjoying being single and just doing my thing. Yeah. Plus, I work a lot. I work six days a week. So, I mean, I don't really have, like... So, when you're off, where, where do you go? What do you do? Just, you're boating, fishing? Yeah. Relaxing? More, that's more I try to do that more in the summertime because there's like less people in here and like yeah, I can right? do that yeah it's much more mm -hmm. it's easier to go around than like during the season I'm like it's too much people so that's why during the season I'm like I just work all the time whatever and then like come May June then I'm like alright time for me to just chill but yeah that's right right like the waterways are really crowded <laughs> like if you rent a speedboat or whatever everything's just crowded everybody's just in yeah. line on the water it's just like Traffic jams on the water. So like everybody has the same plan, so I'm like, all right, let me. Yeah, just... they go to the same places. Yeah, they go to the same beaches. They use the same waterways. Yep. <clears throat> Two thousand boats. Yeah. <laughs> In small little Naples. Um, yeah, man. Yeah, shoot. <laughs> so here's, and yeah, down here is not. It's not cheap. Dining. Anything down here is not cheap. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Anything. Hey, this is a millionaire's town number two in the United States of yeah. Uh, America. So yeah, there yeah. you go. Yeah, I mean, fucking uh, well, Port Royal. Uh, I mean, I don't know about it now, but where's Port Royal? Port Royal, it's over there. Um, so we're we were on Fifth Avenue. Uh huh. I'm not good with east or west, but when you're like on Fifth to your left hand side there's a community uh -huh. like about a mile from fifth it's called port royal and is that third or is the other way but yeah going towards third ultimately uh -huh. on that okay. part of town 
Um, oh, you mean those homes over there? Yes, that's that is Royal. called Poor Poor. Oh, right. Gordon Street. Yeah, Gordon Street. Thank you so much. Oh, yes, that's Poor Royal. That's a that's a neighborhood. So like, I didn't even know. Okay. As of twenty, like I think 2020, 2019, what I was looking at, I was reading an article about the most expensive uh, neighborhoods in the U.S. and that neighborhood, Poor Royal, came in at number one with. The average cost of a single-family house coming in at $8.8 million. Oh, that seems even low. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you look at Well, no, no, no. That's not the average. I mean, single. Oh. Average oh, yeah, single-family yeah, yeah. homes, 8.8. Single-family. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you only put one family in the house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I bought a mansion. It's for three families. So, that's cool. No, yeah. you don't do I that. I mean, no, it's anyway. crazy. I was, like, looking at, yeah. But that is crazy, though. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, I mean, that—that's just a whole area with only castles and. and oh yeah. It's unbelievable. Yeah, it's crazy. It, and then, like, most of the time, they're not even there. And then, every so every so many years, they'll just tear it down and build something brand new. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they they buy the plot of land, but they yep. don't like the house that's on top of it. Yep. Tear it down. Yeah. I want my own house. Yeah. I want to design my own, and yeah. there they come. Yeah. Yeah, you see that happening. Well, they often tear down a fantastic, nice house. Oh yeah, but they were like, "No, I want my vision. I want to." Yeah. But they gotta have their own. Yeah. <laughs> but they just bought it for the plot of land. There's one there that's one of my favorite ones. It's a like uh, Asian style home that they have in my like. I don't know if it's like Japanese or Chinese, but man, the whole premise of the house is beautiful all right you want like you you like when you walk like when you drive past it bypass it the front gate it's a bright red on it and then it has a long path that it has like a pond in the middle of like the front yard and then that looks towards the house has a little bit of like a little bridge over the pond and there's a big tree that sits over on top of the pond and like they have a little bit of like a couple benches on it that you can sit on i was like just beautiful. I was just, and the size of the home is incredible. I mean, it's looking, looks out the beach. So it's gonna be on your left where the red Mini Cooper is now. Oh, he is right away. So there we go. Oh, this is a Golden Gate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back home. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, man. Nice talking to you, Mauricio. Yeah, likewise, brother. I don't got more yep. cash, but... Oh, uh, that's okay. I, I appreciate you. it. Thanks yeah, a lot. Man. Thank you so much. Nice talking to you, brother. Yeah, same here. Take care. Bye-bye. Take care, brother. All right, you too. Bye-bye.